Okay, real talk, you guys. I just got off my first ever charter plane. That's not really that relevant to the story, but I only have six minutes left in my drive. Cause, okay, I think public airports are just an ad for charter airports. It was so nice. So it was through work. I did not pay for it myself. Uh, we had to go somewhere for work. Oh, I did not mean to speed up my windshield wipers. I meant to turn them down. Anyways. So, um, it, they're so nice. You can carry liquids on. Like, I bought an Aventi Starbucks and a Diet Coke. Like, you can do that. Like, you know some things that feel illegal that aren't, like, turning right on a red light? That's what that felt like. It was cool. There's no TSA. I literally just signed my name on a piece of paper. It was fabulous. And then, there, you literally don't wait for people to load the plane. Like, you just get on. It's so nice. Anyway, so I'm leaving this airport. And so I posted yesterday... So, okay, by this point, this has got to be, I don't know, like, episode eight or something of this podcast. Like, I've already have so many voice memos in my phone right now. But <laughs> it's still, like, no one else in the world really knows this is happening. I've told, like, a few friends. And yesterday, I posted something on my close friend's story. So, Overheard LA posted something that was, like, um, if you guys don't know, Overheard LA is an Instagram account that posts, like, funny quotes of LA things. Go look at it. It makes me laugh out loud every time I read that stuff. And it takes a lot to make me, like laugh out loud in Instagram meme, but, um, so it's a account called Over Here LA, and they posted something that was, like, having a tramp stamp, or having a podcast is this generation's tramp stamp, and so I put on my close friend's story, I was like, what would you guys do if I had one serious increase only, in, like, a question box, and I was like, if just one person who I don't expect to, like, slide up on this and supports this does it, like, I'm doing the podcast, like, it's, I'm going for it, it's happening, and my friend, Hi, Dylan. You're out there. He works on Wall Street. He's one of the people I respect the most in the world. He's such a supportive, smart, logical, kind human. He stood up and he was like, this would actually be the most podcast, fire podcast ever. And that I was like, okay, that's it. I'm convinced. Because the other people, three people slid up already knew the podcast was happening. They were like three of the first people I told. And I was like, I'm juggling this idea around. So one of them lives in LA and like she's becoming an actress. So like I knew she'd be down because she's also pursuing a more creative career. One of my friends, he's the guy in the intro episode who said Jesus F when I told him, but, like, okay, go for it. Like, he's one of my most logical friends, but I think, like, he kind of, you know, he's, like, one of those guy friends that are, like, okay, your mess-ups are my entertainment. Like, I'm here for you no matter what anyways. So that was good. And then one of my friends was the girl in Minnesota who I, like, filmed some of the very first episodes with. Like, she was there while I was kind of deciding if it's something I was going to do and explaining what the podcast was and stuff like that. So those three people who set up already knew what it was. But this guy, I literally said, if one person I don't expect to slides up, um, and he did. And so, yeah, the podcast is happening. I got home, and who knows, maybe I edit the first episode tonight. My goals right now, so today it's December 18th, I think. My goals right now is to upload the intro episode on Christmas. So it's going to be just clips of my random friends' reactions to me telling them I'm starting a podcast. And I want the first episode up by New Year's. I don't know if that's overcommitting, but that's my plan. 2024, I want episode one up. And then we will launch the other episodes as they come. So I know the first episode, like the welcome to the podcast episode, is going to need a lot of editing. And also, I would like to say, too, if you're hearing this, so some people listen to podcasts beginning to end, like they go down episode zero and scroll up. 
I disagree. I've never been that way. I always start from the most recent episode and go back because I want to hear the podcast from that their newest, most evolved, most culturally relevant self. Like, I don't want to hear the trends after they've passed. Like, I'll work my way back to hear their story, but, like, I want to start with what's most recent. Where Some people have told me about psychopath behavior and most people start at the beginning. This is one podcast where I think don't start at the beginning. The beginning is going to be bad. I don't know what I'm doing. I am word vomiting at my phone. I don't have a mic yet. Like I said, this is probably episode eight or something at this point. I still have not even opened Amazon to order the microphone. Is that my own fault? Like, yes, but I don't, whatever, relax. We need to see how the rest of this podcast editing goes before I'm investing $200 in equipment. Okay, you guys, because here's what I've learned. Mics, even a good mic, not that expensive, like 20 to 80 bucks. The expensive part is converting the mic to Apple. It's like a $200 adapter from this call I had with Talk Toxic to me. Shout out to that about the podcast podcast oh i cannot speak english um can i just do fart noises whenever i swear would you guys be mad if i just put like fart noises over them right now my plan is to put glitter noises i don't know why i just find that like comedic like jesus glitter i don't know but like we'll see i think fart noises i've always really think of the scene in pitch perfect too where the guy's like what's the password fart noise did you see the parentheses Okay, now I've talked about fart noises for three minutes. Um, but yeah, my six minute drive is almost complete. I need to go install my ring camera so I don't have to be scared of my <laughs> so neighbors with the clown. So I'm on this charter jet, right? Like going to work. And one of the women in this jet is the director of every single store in my company. Like she is literally in charge of all the physical store locations in my company. And I'm telling her about how I'm scared of a clown statue and bought a ring camera for it. I just... I think sometimes I shouldn't be given access to the right to speak. So good thing I'm making a public podcast about me talking. Am I right? Um, it's okay. Dylan said it was a good idea. So if you don't like my podcast, you can take it up with him. But (laughs) kidding, kidding you all. Don't know what this episode's going to be about. I think I'm going to just call it don't start from the beginning. I'm serious. So if you're going to start with any podcast episode, don't start with this one either because it's getting recorded in a car also without a mic. But, like, don't start with any of the ones before this. But, oh, what I was saying, the first podcast episode I know has a lot of editing because I got in a few different clips. I needed to understand if the sound quality was good. But then I know the second episode is, like, done as is. Like, I remember ending that voice memo. I was like, there was no interruptions. There was nothing I said in that where I need to bleep something out. Like, that one is good to go. We can upload that. So I know the second one will be a quicker turnaround than the first one in the intro because those two are going to have a lot of edits because, like, the intro one, I want it to kind of be, like, a mashup of all my different friends' voices and reactions to me telling them I'm starting a podcast. And by say all my friends, I picked, like, six random ones, okay? Like, if you weren't one of the six chosen, don't take a personal. I literally just picked people who I thought would have a funny reaction. Like, if you weren't one of the people chosen, you're probably one of my, like, calmer, more supportive friends. Oh, frick, the person's behind me. I was going to look for my keys to open my garage opener, but I'm. we're going to do a lap around the cul-de-sac, so please hold. Actually, you know, maybe I'll just park in front of my building and go to the gym. You and I, you and I both hear that knowing that's not what's going to happen, but it's okay. But, okay, yes, I am home. I do not any longer see a creepy clown on my commute, which is holy and wonderful and something, honestly, to really be celebrated. Oh, okay, but yeah, second episode should be quick, and then, so I want I don't know what I'm doing about the third episode, so I have this idea called Putting the Tea in Martini, and what it is, is it's not really about my exes, it's just kind of making fun of, like, little traits past guys I've been with have done, is like, kind of a coping mechanism, I just think it'll be funny, 
And one of the main reasons I want to start this podcast is just learn the world of marketing and advertising, podcast advertising, because it's genuinely a medium I'm very interested in personally, and I really love talking and have things I want to say. But I also just want to understand how to build a brand and how to understand how customers react to things. And so we all know sex sells, sex and scandals sells. It's a cheap way to sell, but it sells. Well, I don't know if it's too unprofessional, if it's going to make me look bad. So I, so, okay, I have already recorded putting the tea in martini. The first part I got distracted and ended up just talking about what I bought at Trader Joe's. So I think there's nothing problematic about that, but then it doesn't match the title. The next two parts, the middle part is slightly tamer, but like, I don't think it'd be entertaining without the absolute last part. But I don't know if I want to put them on the internet yet. Well, I think they're going to be funny, so I think I just need to listen to them and edit them and decide, because I think it'd be awesome to make that episode three, because it's three parts, I just think that's cool wordplay, but also I think it's a little risky to put out before I'm established, but also I know sex sells, I think it'll capture an audience, and you're really going to see a raw, vulnerable side of me that you're not going to see in my, like, philosophical, like, existential crises, so I don't know, maybe I do this before them, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that'll be episode 13, but then it's not as cool as three. I don't know. But, and then the other episodes I already have filmed, I honestly don't remember all of them. Sometimes I honestly wake up in the morning with an idea and I put my phone on voice memo while I get ready in the morning. Like, I think I have two or three of those. And I don't think those are ready to go. Like, I don't think those are first couple episode worthies, but I do think they're cool. I think you guys will find things interesting in them. So I really don't know. Um, anyways, that's me rambling about content that's to come or has already came out, so you might not even care. But yeah, I'll see you then the rest of this and rest of this episode ends up being. I might just call this don't start from the beginning. I can't speak English sometimes. I don't know. But yeah, love you guys. Uh we'll see where this intro takes me. Bye. You guys, I'm an idiot. I just door dashed myself a Papa John's pizza. Um it's it's not door dashed. I have to go pick it up. <laughs> I've had such a long day. Uh, it's it has like a normal day at the office. My life's so hard. Whatever. Just don't judge me. Shut up. Could I drive off to the gym right now? Yes. Where am I driving? Papa John's. Okay. It's four minutes away. I need to just shut up and do it. So we are going to pick up my pizza. But I've decided I'm going to make this podcast episode called the behind the scenes of making a podcast because I'm editing the first episode right now. Sorry, there's probably so much background noise right now. I'm literally leaving my apartment and walking to my car. Like, you're going to hear my garage and everything. Like, this is going to be the real, real Anita experience. So, okay. I'm figuring out I'm editing my movies and I'm... Not my movies. My my podcast clips and iMovie right now. Because I've used iMovie before for um, editing my skating competition music. And I'm a visual learner, okay? I need the color-coded tracks of my audio that I need like the little sound waves and see when they cut and start so okay in one of my first podcast episodes I said I didn't think I was ever gonna do intro music because I honestly don't really understand why podcasts have them but I need to look up glitter music so I can cover anytime I like accidentally drop someone's name I shouldn't or like say a bad naughty word so I was on this website where you can find free sounds don't worry I checked the copyright I can use it in a podcast it's all good sorry my keys are gonna jangle for like two seconds here ignore me was that ASMR or no? I don't know. But, um, so, where was I going with this? Oh, I'm on this website where I need to find glitter noises. And I randomly just search up, like, girly glam. Like, that's literally all I looked up. I was just curious, like, what noises would come up. I'm, like, playing with the idea of a song. And the first noise I click is perfect. It's a girl laughing. 
Oh, hold on. Let me turn my Bluetooth off. Okay, good. I wanted to make sure I was going to connect to my car audio because I've learned I cannot do you guys over the Bluetooth hands-free in my car because my voice will sound like shitters. But don't worry. I'm still not distracted driving. Actually, might have to look up the legalities on podcasting while driving. I feel like it's no different than talking on the phone while driving if the phone's not in my hand, right? I don't know. Some lawyer get back to me on that. We love free legal advice. I won't bring up your name in court. It can be anonymous. Just like star 69 or 7, whatever, call me. Maybe don't star 69 me, just star 67, whatever. Oh, okay. We're going to get glitter that out. Um, anyway, so I'm looking up glitter noises. I find the perfect noise. The first one I click on under girly glam, it's like a girl laughing and it's like a country hoedown. I'm like, so I just sounded like the freaking evil guy from the Lorax. Whatever. If you know, you know. So, um, there will be an intro song now. Don't worry, it'll be two seconds. I won't bore you guys, but I just thought it was funny. So, if you hate it, um, you probably won't like anything else I have to say. So, clicking off now would be a great point. But yeah, we're going to Papa John's. I made my own pizza. I got it with Alfredo sauce, cheese, and mushrooms. So, I kind of just made a $14 version of the $5 Trader Joe's flatbread. But, um, I didn't want to go to Trader Joe's, so whatever. What and ever, if I girl math this out, I worked in the store today. I was at a store very close to my parents' house, so they brought me poke for lunch, but they wanted it to be ordered ahead, so I actually ordered it ahead and put it on my card, and then my dad said he'd, like, pay me back for it. So the $14 I spent on poke, really, I didn't. So now I got $14 pizza. Do I have food at home a little bit? I have, like, salmon and green apples that could make a meal. I also have cheesecake that could be a meal. Maybe not. I still have pumpkin bars from Thanksgiving. They've been in the fridge, though, so they might be fine. I don't know. See, okay, fun fact about me, I actually have great self-control with food because I just eat what I crave when I crave it. And I feel like when I do that, I really don't crave that many sugary things. So I'm like, I can eat a whole jar of Skittles right now if I want to. I will let myself do that. And then I'll do it. I'll be like, hmm, that wasn't that worth it. The Skittles honestly stopped tasting good two handfuls in. So I feel like I actually, I know this is, I don't want to trigger anyone who has like food problems because I know those are a big problem. I can't, I'm listening to Jeanette McCurdy's book right now and it makes me actually want to cry. And I really have not experienced those things. And like, I don't know how it works. Maybe it's a reverse psychology thing I need to be studied for. I have a whole cheesecake and an entire pumpkin square bar in my fridge right now since Thanksgiving. I've honestly barely touched both. I think like having such opious amounts of it there makes me almost not want it. Like, some of my friends make fun of me. They're like, I need to use shop more than anyone I know. But here's the thing. When you go shopping that much, eventually you run out of things to shop for. Like, I had this whole phase when I wanted so many new things for my apartment. I wanted a new couch, a new TV, a new lamp. I got them. There's only so many lamps a girl can buy. Like, I'm kind of done, you know? Like, sometimes I think just let the things you want win. Like, don't be crazy, crazy impulsive. Like, think through them. And if it's something actually good for you, actually going to make you happy. But, like, if it doesn't harm anyone else and you can afford it, I think sometimes you just got to do the dumb thing, you know? I don't, I don't know. It's an internal philosophy. I think I'm a pretty happy person overall. So, a slightly broker person, but I'm happy. So, you know, whatever. (sighs) <sighs> continuing on, um, what other food do I have in my home? I also have a Home Chef meal kit. But yeah, I'm picking up this pizza, and I'm going to keep editing the first episode of my podcast. I think it might be ready to go by the end of the night. What if I uploaded it, like, tomorrow? I was going to do it on Christmas. No, I'm not going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to wait on it and make sure I have a few other episodes done before I upload the intro. 
I think my goal is going to be I'm going to finish editing the first and second episode before I upload the intro. Honestly, ideally, I would like to figure out my first, second, and third episode before I upload the intro. So right now, the ideas I have for my episodes, so it's funny, I get into different creative phases, and just kind of like my eating, I have to do what I'm in the mood for. I just passed Papa Johnson and I. Yes, indeed I did. Okay, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You know what's really fun about Iowa? If you miss your turn, you can't just, like, take the next one and turn around. You know why? Because there's a lot of freaking one-ways. Did I just tell you guys what state I lived in? I'm going to have to clear that out. Oh, darn it. Darn it. I don't want to be killed in my sleep by a clown. Anyways. Literal, I, I did manifest I wanted some true crime in this podcast. Now my neighbor has a clown statue. Whatever. Um... What what even on earth was I talking about? Oh, my ideas for podcast episodes. So once is the intro, so just telling you guys what I think the podcast will be about. That will honestly probably be the most disorganized, nonsensical episode you guys will ever hear. Because I literally, I've never, okay, I've podcasted once, but it was like for something professional. So I had a frame of reference. I had one of my best friends on the podcast with me. Oh, actually, it'd be a really full circle moment to do another podcast with the two people on that podcast with me. I should do that. That's an idea for later. But that won't be a fun one. That one won't be a professional one. That'd be cute. Um, anyways. But that's the first podcast episode because I think it just makes sense to explain to you guys what the podcast is. Why would I not do that, you know? And it's going to be as disorganized and dumb as all the rest of my episodes, so that's okay. And the second episode is going to be pretty organized, actually. I had a notes app in my phone of, like, little quotes I've been thinking of. I'm going to go explain how they apply to my daily life. And you're going to like it, okay? You're going to like it. You know, things like, we're having fun. You're having fun. You're going to like it. Or you're going to hate it. Whatever. I don't really care. It's not my problem. Um, so, and that one I think is slightly intellectual. Not incredibly intellectual, but like slightly intellectual. And I'm at Papa John's, so I can't tell you the rest of my train of thought. And it might be gone by the time I get back in my car. So don't judge me if that's the case. I can't believe I just paid $14 for a stupid pizza with stupid toppings and like not even get delivery. I'm the dumbest person I know sometimes. Whatever. So anyways, I do have a home chef meal kit at home, but I don't feel like cooking it right now. I'm going to do it tomorrow because tomorrow's Sunday and I need to eat two meals on Sunday. So I will eat those. And I still have the salmon and the apple for if I ever want them. So that's cool. I also have chicken with broccoli. I did not need to buy this pizza. I totally forgot about the chicken and broccoli. Whatever. It smells great, so I don't care. I girl math. I already excused this one with girl math, so it doesn't matter. I am so happy the girl math thing became a trend because I genuinely did that all the time, and I didn't know other girls did it. Like, I thought I was just cheating the system and being smart in my own brain. Then I learned all the other girls do it, too. I was like, oh, okay. So we all have terrible spending habits. Awesome. That doesn't really fix mine, but it makes me feel better about it for sure. Um... But anyway, so the other podcast episodes I have in mind, I have two where I analyze a dream I had and I woke up from my dream and described you guys. And so like, I like to Google like the symbols in my dream to kind of try and figure out what they mean. I know Google's not that accurate. No one can really accurately understand from a Google search or even a psychiatrist, like how a dream relates to your real life. But it's fun to kind of think about. So I have two, I don't know if it's going to be two episodes or one episode with both dreams. I know one for sure I got a lot of glittering out to do. So, oh, that one might be a later podcast. I have that one that's like the tea and martini. I don't know if I'm going to make that an early episode or not. I don't. I'm going to have to listen to it and see how hard it makes me want to bash my head through a wall. I really don't know.
And I don't know what's going to be if not that one. I did record one this morning while I was getting ready about how I think about, like, celebrities and cancel culture, which I feel like seems like a really trashy and cheap topic, and I don't want to have a trashy and cheap podcast. And I do have, like, I do name drop, like, who I got the source of my information from and celebrities that my conversation is regarding, but it's not to criticize either of them. So I don't want it to be taken that way out of context, but also who's really going to listen to this? So I don't know. I don't, because I also think that one could be a mature conversation if mature people listen to it. So that's a thought as well. And I think some of the things I say in that podcast are great. Not, not I didn't say all of them, but just like some things in there. I don't know. And then what other, uh, so was, okay, oh, what I was saying is I go through phases with my life or like phases of inspiration. Like sometimes at work, I'll be in the mood to answer emails. If I'm not in the mood, I kind of have to wait till that mood comes because they'll be really, really good when I'm in that zone. Like I just did an MBA project and we got glowing compliments from my very hard to impress French professor on um, professor. I just sounded like I had a, whatever, sound like a who from whoville. Um, <laughs> uh, as I'm talking about my MBA, and then that's the next thing that comes out of my mouth. Who am I? But I made this really great competitor analysis map that was like, here's all the people currently doing what we want to do. And like the brand I came up with is like double faceted. It's basically a fashion brand that has like dry land and like, it's like basically equestrian and sailing apparel and accessories. And so I found a great, like I looked up a ton of competitors and it happened to line up that our research perfectly aligned with the brands we wanted because there were no like high luxury competitors that did both of those things, but they did like other resort and ski wear. So, like, I made this great competitor map. It's literally the first, one of the very first things I researched. I ended up making, like, a 22-page research document. This is one of the very first things I looked up. Like, it was just spur in the moment. I was in the mood to do it. And it was, like, one of the highlights of the entire presentation. And that was, like, before I'd even done, like, deep research and talked a ton with my team about our ideas. So, like, sometimes when the inspiration sparks, I know it's good. So, I sometimes I've been having inspiration where I've been wanting to design the covers of these podcasts and, like, what the Instagram posts are going to look like because I really love art and design like I'm not that obsessed with Instagram I just like really love the design process to me it's just like digital drawing where did my garage key go it was literally right here are you kidding me you have to park outside like a pedestrian are you that's not the word like a commoner I don't like a peasant 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 that's the word I wanted where did my garage opener I hate it when I do this I hate it when I'm the cause of my there is nothing worse than being the cause of your own problems let me explain It is so much nicer when you have someone or a circumstance to blame for why things in your life go wrong versus when it's completely your fault and preventable. Like, I could just not lose my garage keys and set them around willy-nilly. Like, that sucks. There's no one I can blame but me for that. And I'm talking, that's like on a tiny scale. I'm talking on a grander scale. Like, say you cheat on someone. That is your fault. You cannot blame anyone else. Like, oh, I was just at work. No, you're just a bad person, you know? And that is so much harder to deal with than if it is because, like, your boss said he'd give you a raise if you slept with him. You know, like, that's, I would never, ever do that. I would never, ever endorse doing that. I'm just, like, giving an example out of my bum hole. Um, okay, so future episodes I've designed the graphics for, but not recorded yet, is I took this awesome wine class I feel like a lot of people like hearing about because not many colleges offer a course in wine. And no, I did not just take this course to get drunk with my friends, although that didn't end up happening. But I did genuinely care about learning the history of wine. Okay, I can't find my garage opener. I'm giving up. Moving on. Um, but, like, it's honestly... Sorry, my keys were right by the mic. That was probably very, very obnoxious. And I left the lights on in my car, which is why I was beeping. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible podcaster. I'm sorry. Um, 
but, oh, I just felt something in my hands. I was like, what if that's the garage opener? And you know, how would it get in your hand? That's your car keys. Stop it. Stop that right now. Sorry, I'm carrying my pizza, so I'm a little further from the mic right now. Okay. So once I've designed this, what I'm going to do in line class, I don't remember if I filmed this or not. I wanted to talk about my dream careers and kind of my dream life routine if I had a million hours in the day. I don't think I talked about that. Maybe I talked about that the one morning. I have bad short-term memories, it is, and especially before coffee kicks in. So I really don't know if I recorded that one yet or not. Um, what else do I want to talk about? I don't know. I got a whole list. And I think once I start having people on, that will give me even more ideas. But I think most of these will be just be like hopping on and seeing what comes out of my mouth. So then, yeah, the ones I've recorded is the teen martini, some of my dream analyses, a rant about like celebrity and cancel culture. And sorry, I'm going to be out of breath walking up the stairs in my apartment. So I should probably stop talking and podcasting. So I'll see you guys in the next. Oh my gosh, you guys. I just have the most amazing conversation with one of my friends. Her name's Danielle. She's like the most girl boss entrepreneur I know. I met her when I lived in LA last year through another very big girl boss girl I know from my business school. We were on our like freshman year project together. Then one of her best friends from high school, they're still very good friends to this day. Um, she connected me to her. We met out in LA. And she has her own gorgeous company. It's called Natural Sands. So we were just having a little chat because I ordered some stuff from her and for some reason didn't come. So that's totally fine. But, like, I picked up some new stuff and I'm super excited about it. This girl has the cutest, like, handmade polymer clear clay earrings and faces. And she does, like, much healthier candles. So we were just chatting and we had, like, the best talk about so many things. And we have, like, upcoming episode ideas, which is so exciting. Um... I'm talking a lot about the power of, like, gratitude and the power of asking. So, like, the power of just saying thank you and, like, what a skill it is to be observant and know when to be grateful when your friends, employees, customers, strangers are, like, going out of their way for you to, like, there is something very powerful if you can notice it and just, like, literally just say thank you, like, put it out in the world and, like, make your own web of people who are good to you and just elevate your power of life so much more. And then it gives you the confidence to go into my next segment, which I want to do with her now, is about the power of asking, where there's so many opportunities you'll get in life just because if you're curious and come into it with a big open heart and are brave enough to, like, take what's being offered to you like there are so many people willing to help you which is where gratitude comes in we're like if you know how to be grateful and understand the power of what you can give then it's not taking from others like being grateful is such a wonderful thing and I would love to like do some research on it and then have an episode on it so that's really exciting I was just at a little cafe I had some graphic design work I had to get done I'm currently designing a slide deck if any of you guys know me from college, you guys know I love designing slide decks. I could literally do it as a profession all day long. I love just like visually telling people's ideas because anytime I need to brainstorm something or I'm stuck on a problem and need to write it out, I start drawing. I start color coding. I put things in boxes. It's just how it makes sense literally to my mind. It's like people be like, oh my gosh, you're like notes from meetings always look so aesthetically pleasing. It's not because I'm working on making them aesthetically pleasing, that's just literally what I need to do so my brain can remember and understand information. So I love making slide decks because I can bring other people's ideas to life and communicate them in a way that someone else can understand it. And it's literally like such a high for me. It's so weird. So that's what I've been doing at this coffee shop. And so now I'm breaking it up with a little gym session. Then I'm gonna go home and keep working on it. And this coffee place, I love it. They like sell succulents and it's super, super cute. And the woman who works there is so sweet. I have a lot of fun. But I'm at the gym, so I need to go. But I love you guys and I'm excited for what the next segment of this episode will be.
Okay, I have a quick little drive home from work here. So I was thinking, do you guys want, do you want an update? So I think this episode will just be, I've literally only put out, I think, three episodes so far. But for those of you who have heard part three, the first three parts are very, very lengthy. Just because I think I got sidetracked and there's a lot of things I wanted to cover. There's some storytelling in there and I am not a good storyteller. I don't get straight to the point. I bog down all the little details and the little like psychology and social dynamics and don't really get to the point at all, but that's okay. But, um, so I was, what was I going to make this episode about? Oh, so being this episode, you guys kind of saw me, sometimes I just need to like talk and get my thoughts out and that's what this podcast is. So I was kind of thinking through, I was struggling if I need, was going to post the last episode I posted. And so this is the point where right now I have not posted a single podcast is December 21st, but all of them are scheduled. So, um, not all of them the third part or the third episode isn't out but like the intro episode right now is out i posted a clip of it on tiktok and reels is what i've done so far i've created a tiktok instagram and threads account for the podcast i think those will be the avenues i stick to but i was like do you guys want to know like what i've learned so far one is that i do kind of like the episodes where i'm more upbeat and i talk slower so i kind of need to merge the podcast where i'm like slower and more serious with the ones that I'm like very, very upbeat. But I mean, I knew this from episode one that I'm a fast talker and good thing Spotify and all the podcast platforms let you slow down a playback speed. But I do want to make sure what I'm saying is clear and fun to listen to. Like I was kind of um, listening to my own podcast. I went and listened to the run through with Vogue and you can really hear like the audio caliber difference. And this might sound like goofy you guys every single like podcast I put out all the captions everything I always think through like what if Anna Wintour heard this like what would she think like the girl who's the director of all of Vogue like what would her response to be to it and it is supposed to be thought-provoking it's not supposed to be like completely something that's very her personality and things she would absolutely love right away I'm hopefully going to grow and get to something I can be very proud of that's very developed and refined and intelligent but also funny and tongue-in-cheek and cute and clever and it really shows my personality well. But I think what I'm learning is I have a lot to learn. But I feel like I've already done a lot of the growth. So I kind of made a list of what I've already picked up a little bit from it. And I'm really excited to um, kind of show you guys, I guess, what I've learned and why I made this podcast all about what I'm learning about marketing. So we can go on ahead and go through that. Um, so the first one, I realized this as I was speaking my branding colors. So I told the story a bit. I think in the first episode, I had to do, I had to create colors and a logo for a jewelry brand. She ended up wanting like pinks and neutrals, and it looks very, very beautiful. I love how her brand turned out. It's very like Sedona, Arizona, like desert corals, lovely, stunning colors. But when I was doing branding, I genuinely on my own, I came across like an emerald green with accents of sky blue and like lots of golds and silvers and the kind of fonts that you guys see on my Instagram and I fell in love with it. So this was like months and months ago I found this. She didn't end up picking that branding guide that I came across like kind of just like stuff that was randomly generated on Canva, stuff I saw on Pinterest boards and I combined them into this aesthetic and I loved it and she didn't use it. I was like, well, I kind of want to use it. Like I love how it looks like this kind of coastal mermaid tide pool kind of aesthetic. I think it's gorgeous and stunning. I've always loved the idea of disco balls because I kind of, so to me, I know Taylor Swift's song Mirrorball, I think it's supposed to be sad where it's like her being broken and fragmented is what people like about her. And that's kind of a 
gross thing that people like you better when you're broken but to me i think it's really happy um i've always liked the concept of the mirror ball where it's like i when i first heard this song i saw it in a different way i didn't think she was talking about a disco ball i thought she was talking about like a round fluid mirror sphere and when she like saw that sphere she reflects how the way people treat her she reflects it back onto them like a mirror so people can't treat her badly because she's a mirror ball she's it's kind of like the magic mirror in snow white like she will hold you up to the actions and the things you do dirty to her and i've kind of felt that way about myself personally where i think i'm not very good at faking it if someone hurts me i kind of just like show it but i don't really fight back i'm just like i'm gonna let you know like you hurt me so you can move on your life and keep doing what you've been doing but like just so you know like it did hurt one person and do without what you will but anyways, so then I just, I thought the concept of the mirror ball, one time it was about a disco ball, I thought it was exciting. Like, the things that make me broken is what makes me beautiful. Like, I shine better because I'm not perfectly smooth. And I don't know, I think it was exciting. So I kind of just like, the disco balls and disco balls have been very trendy with like the Barbie, Nashville, Barbie vibes and bachelorette things that have been going on the past few years. And I hope they never go to style. I think disco is a super fun time in the world and we all are just very elated and it was very cool like the 60s so but that's kind of how I came to the branding so at the start of the podcast I realized I did have the exact same colleagues as Emma Chamberlain's podcast and you guys know that podcast is a big inspiration to me so I was listening to her podcast I looked down and I'm like oh my gosh those are the colors I chose so you she uses red and yellow too I'm not gonna use red and yellow I don't think her green is as much of a blue tone as mine so if I do have any resemblance to her podcast it is completely on accident it's probably just because like I saw her branding and subconsciously I'm like this is beautiful I really like this font or something and if you see something similar I promise it is completely completely on accident if you see something similar to there is definitely they hired a new graphics team at some point in Call Her Daddy when she finished her last season and started the Unwell Network where she brought in Madeline and Alex she definitely brought on new people and I thought it was so cool I love the new branding she did so I'm that one is conscious that one is absolutely inspired by the Unwell Network I love the post um that Alex Cooper has been doing where it's like sign the guest book where it's a picture of the person she has starring on that podcast episode and there's like white crooked handwriting I like that a lot of the words aren't straight and perfectly aligned so anything my podcast looks like that that is inspired by hers I genuinely think like the biggest dream in the world for this podcast if I got on the Unwell podcast network and not really so much because like I do love Color Daddy I think it's an amazing show and doing a lot of good things in the world but just because I really really like the branding and the marketing for it like I'll actually quit my podcast and just help them do their branding I think the graphic design of it is stunning and tells a great story that I don't think any other brand that I've seen so far has told I absolutely adore it so that's one thing I've learned so far graphic design wise and I'm learning how to tell stories for through design and I'm absolutely loving it I'm having so much fun planning out the feeds and Instagram planner and every episode's a little different some episodes you can probably tell by my voice is I wake up in the morning and literally just start recording or it's like my last thought before I go to bed I just need to get something out of my head so I record and if it's good I put in an episode that sometimes happens on my drives too other ones I kind of plan out in my notes app like this one like it's things I thought through throughout the day but I didn't have the chance to record them so I write them out and get back to it later or some of them are ideas of like a bigger podcast episode that I don't have the energy or I'm not in the mood to do at that time but then some of them I honestly just start designing in my um 
Canva, like I just start going and making the Instagram design. Like I'm just like putting a girl with different like objects around and that gives me an idea for a podcast episode. So everyone is different. The welcome to the podcast show art, that was one of the very first things I had done. Fun fact, that art was done before I ever recorded that episode, which is kind of cool. So all of them are a little bit different. But yeah, I've really been enjoying. My favorite part is definitely the graphic design. My next favorite part is recording and my least favorite part is editing. But it's not that editing's that hard. I just, I don't really have a musical background. I don't really know what I'm doing. It's all very no- new to me. So I don't even know if I'm doing a good job, honestly. Um, but I'm doing my best. So I'll tell you guys the tips and tricks I've learned so far in these three episodes of what I've been doing to edit. So if you guys have any better ideas, let me know. I would love to try them. You might tell me you need to maybe get a mic. I know. I know. I'm working on it. I'm not working that hard on it, but I'm working on it. Again, okay, okay, there will be a mic at some point. I just, I like it. I like that my phone is everywhere and I can do this anywhere. It's nice. Oh, relax. Okay. Whatever. Um, and then, yeah. Okay, I need to, I just got home from work, so I'm going to walk up to my apartment, and then I will continue recording this. Okay, I'm back. So, I went home to my apartment, and I actually didn't have a very long time there, because I get off work at 4 on Thursdays, which today is, and then I teach some figure skating coaching at 5.30, and the rink's like 20 minutes away, and you need like 5-10 minutes to like put skates on, and stuff like that, so... I'm headed to the rink now. So in that hour between um, when you last heard me talk, I went home and I did edit and upload another reel. I don't know why I'm so motivated to do this. I think because I'm not doing a ton of marketing right now in my current job. So I work kind of as like um, a financy retail buyer. So I kind of pick out what, it's what Rachel Green does in Friends. I pick out what the company I work for, for my department, I pick out what styles are going to be there. And there's like a lot of analyzing based on sales trends, like what sold, what didn't. I have to follow fashion trends to figure out why and kind of forecast what's going to be trending next year. And there's all this maintenance. There's a lot of like people communication because you work, I work at a department store. So I work with all these different brands that sell to me. So that's most of my day-to-day. It's it's really fascinating. I love the analytical side of it. I love the mathy part. And I also like love the communication part with the vendors. All my coworkers are fabulous, but I'm not really creating something, I guess, if that makes sense. There isn't a ton in my job that's very visual. So I also do um, freelance graphic design on the side, but it's I've mentioned this in my first episode, but I'm doing what the client wants. And I'm a big people pleaser, so I think it does play to my strengths. I love having a goal and pleasing what someone wants. But now that I have this, I'm kind of doing something that's my own goal, and I absolutely love it. I think of these three segments, I guess, of work, even though I don't know if I would consider this work, this podcast has had me so excited to do the marketing and branding, and I absolutely adore this. So diving back into the things I've learned, probably should have listened to the last voice memo to see where I left off. I think all I really talked about so far was the graphic design aspect. And I guess what I'm learning with that is like the high contrast and having fun and laying things out. But I've always been good at that, honestly. So that's more just like putting my skills to use. Well, I'll keep going as I learn things new. But, oh, I just want to get into how I edit my podcast episodes. So I use iMovie. I've cut and, like, blended music for figure skating programs on iMovie before. I think it's pretty user-friendly. So what I do is I record my podcast like I'm doing right now, completely hands-free, like my phone is in the cup holder in my car. I'm not touching it. Um, Or if I'm at home, I'm, like, 
laying in my bed, or if I'm doing one of these while I'm getting ready in the morning, I set my phone on top of a paper towel roll, so it's as close to my mouth as I can get it, and um, I just go and talk. And then sometimes if I mess things up or do a really long pause, I'll like scream. So when I insert this in iMovie, I'll see, so I don't know if you guys have used iMovie, there's like little sound waves where you can see when you're talking, when you're pausing, it goes up and down to match your voice. Voice Memos has it too. So I'll scream so I can see a line go really high up, and so that's where I'll know to like cut the clip. So I go into iMovie, and then you kind of have a little cursor, you move around, so I split and cut out clips I don't want. For the most part, though, these are very uncut. Like, sometimes I have to interrupt a clip, like when I'm doing Get Ready With Me's, I have alarms going off every 20 minutes, so that will interrupt the clips, or like, if I accidentally drop someone's name who I don't know in advance would consent to it, or if I say a word I don't need to put on the internet because I don't want to offend anybody, um... But other than that, for the most part, these are very, like, raw and uncut. I'm genuinely trying to give you guys my real experiences of what I'm going through as I go through them. And if I say something where I'm like, oh, that's not really what I meant by it or I don't want to be taken this way, I kind of backtrack and repedal. But you guys are getting a very uncut version. The only things I'm cutting is stuff that would be annoying for you to hear, like if the wind is really loud in the background or something like that. Um, but you guys will hear in a lot of the episodes, like, you'll hear my keys jangle if I'm walking up the stairs. If I'm opening a can of makeup, you'll, like, hear it pop open. Um, I think it is going to be as organic as I can get it, because I just think it'll be interesting and see if you guys like that. Or if I get a lot of complaints about it, then I'll know I need to edit better. But that's what I do as far as cutting. For the music in the beginning, I just found it on, like, an online site made for podcasters to freely use their sounds online. So I knew I wanted a glitter noise because I just, I don't know, I think it's going to be cute. I haven't heard any podcasts that do it um, up until me, so maybe one does. I just haven't heard it. But I kind of love, like, that scene of Cinderella in the very, like, old Disney movie. Fun fact, I love old Disney movies when every, like, scene was hand-sketched. I think there's something so magical about it. And I've seen videos from Disney creators that they'll never go back to it, but did so much more work. But I love that art style so much more. I think it's stunning. But in the very first Cinderella, when, like, her magical dress changes, that's what I envision in my head. I just think it's a cute transition noise. And I wasn't going to have an intro song because I honestly don't know why podcasts have them. I, I really don't. I haven't found any logic anywhere else. I haven't looked it up. But, like, no podcasters explained why we do them. But um, I this was really the first one I clicked, and I was like, oh, I like this one. It's funny. Because, I don't know, I kind of, I'm not country. Like, actually, in high school, I never listened to country music. It wasn't until I went to Miami, Ohio, and we had country nights where we played country every Wednesday night. And it would be, like, pop country. Think, like, Nashville, Broadway, bachelorette party country. Um, they would play a lot of that music, and I was like, you know what, this is really fun, and then cowgirl boots became a really cute trend, and I personally love knee-high boots. I wear boots every day. I don't know the last time I've worn a flat. I'm relatively short. I have super arched feet. Because of my figure skates, I'm used to putting my foot in something boot-shaped, so I wear boots all the time, and I love boots with a pointy toe. I think they look so classy, so I've owned probably like four pairs of cowgirl boots at this point. I love them, so I'm kind of like, I would say ironically country. Like, I don't think I would actually describe myself as country. I actually like totally roasted country music and like the country vibe when I lived in Wisconsin but it was just like a really fun noise because I love the laugh in the beginning of Call Her Daddy it reminded me of like Gossip Girl I love the laugh in the beginning of the song and then it's kind of like like upbeat country music I loved it 
So I have my intro music and the sparkle noise in my intro episode. The intro episode is only six minutes long, so it's really easy for me to go to it. And I just copy paste the segment I've already cut of the music and the glitter, and then I put it in. And so I don't know if I'm doing this right. I'm literally just going off literally straight vibes, basically. But I movie, there's like a line in the middle of the audio. And if your little sound waves go above the line, it shows yellow or red. But if it's below the line, it turns green. And I don't know, green means go. I'm going through a green light right now, so... Um, when it's, so I just adjust. So in iMovie, if you look at the very top when you're adjusting an audio clip, so basically what I do is I record a voice memo on my phone, then I text it to myself because the voice memos in your Apple phone are not an MP3 version. There's some weird Apple AAC version. I don't know. I should probably just find a voice recording app that directly does MP3, but this works fine. Um, cause I have a MacBook, so like everything's kind of synced. So I take the voicemail from my Mac, I text it to my like own phone number, and even if this like say 60 minute clip of audio doesn't send, because it's in my text message to myself, I just grab the one I'm sending out, it doesn't even need to fully send through, and I drag that into iMovie. So I drag it into a text message, and I drag it into iMovie. Um, and then it converts to an MP3 somehow, I don't know how it works, but it works. Or maybe it stays in AAC and when I export it becomes an MP3, I don't really know. I Above my pay grade guys, I have no clue. So I put my voice memo in there, like I've told you guys how I cut the music, and then when I click the voice memo to rationalize the sound, when you click an audio in iMovie, if you go up on the top right, there's like a ton of little things. I think the first thing I hit is the wave next to the clock, and then there's a left setting that says noise reduction, so obviously I hit that, especially if I'm podcasting in the car or at home and I have the space heater on, so I make sure I turn off any background noise. And then I do a voice enhancer. Let me know if that's making my voice sound worse, someone who knows about music. But I literally, I just went off like vibes. Like I just said, reduce background noise, voice enhance. That's what I want. That's what I clicked. I don't know what it means or what it does. It just, I do think the audio sounds incredibly better since I hit both of those. So I do that. And then I go, and when you hit voice enhance, it puts your voice definitely into the yellow and the red above like that little median line so then i go in and i lower the voice down so i don't make all of your eardrums go deaf deaf but i always like actually say deaf instead of deaf i don't know why i've done that ever since i was little i have no clue but anyways let me know if like this podcast is too quiet because you know what's funny some things on spotify are quieter than others like if you guys have ever listened to the greatest showman track on spotify I swear I have to crank it all the way up on the aux in my car. But then if another song comes on shuffle after it, I go like deaf again. It's crazy. But let me know how I'm doing with the sound audio quality thus far. And I will adjust. I've literally just been going off that middle line in iMovie. Then in iMovie, I go to export file. I export as MP3 audio only. And then I use um, this website called RSS feed that the podcast creator Talk Toxic to me recommended to me. So I upload my mp3 in there and then so at the point i'm recording this i still have not posted my first episode it is scheduled to go up on christmas eve and it schedules it so we'll see how it goes i literally cannot share the links with you guys until these episodes go up i don't have the links to them which is kind of freaking me out but it's fine i'll be home with my family for christmas eve so i'll have plenty of time to like play around with it if it doesn't work right away but it's gonna upload it apparently to spotify um and wherever else I need it, which is awesome. So uh, I've always listened to podcasts on Spotify, but you guys should be able to hear it wherever you want. If I'm missing your platform, let me know, like DM me or something. Um, I will try and get that figured out for you. But 
um, that I upload in there. So I literally just drag that MP3 file I export from iMovie into that. And it's RSS is very user friendly. It's super straightforward. I had like no issues setting it up, which is awesome. Like, okay, so I actually originally made a Spotify account and there's a Spotify for podcasters app. And it looks like you can edit and record directly in Spotify for podcasters. But the girl I talked to on Talk Toxic to me was like, this thing is nicer because you can like have it auto upload for you. And it goes to all the platforms, not just Spotify. So I was like, okay, yeah. And it's funny. So usually it's $12 a month for RSS, but like you don't get paid $12 a month. You pay $12 a month to use it, to clarify. I'm not making any money off this. Like this is just for fun and marketing and learning and branding purposes so far. So if you hear any ads, I didn't put them there to this point. They're like not of my knowledge. I don't know. Like I don't understand how um, podcast advertising works yet. I will get into it. It is on my journey to learn about it. Um, as when I do start podcast advertising, I genuinely like don't want to read scripts. I just want to tell you guys actual products I've used and liked. I've always thought that since I was in like middle school and heard YouTube influencers. I was like, if I were an influencer, I would only talk how I really feel about products. I would make the brand sound like me. Like not to get free stuff, but so I could actually decide if I wanted to use their stuff. But anyways, so that's how I upload everything. As far as like marketing things I've learned, oh, I'm already at the rank, y'all. So... I don't think I have a ton of time to tell you guys, but I will let you know on my drive back from coaching. But I will say one thing I learned when I was editing my reels. So I've posted two reels today. One I posted earlier today on my lunch break. And then the second one I posted now when I got home from work. And I've learned with reels and TikTok, you want to leave a margin of like graphic design space on the right, left, and top of your video because everything gets covered by like the hearts, the likes, and the margin that Instagram auto sets or TikTok auto sets to fill. Also, something I've learned, I already knew this, but I know if you have the TikTok watermark on your videos, Instagram doesn't send it out as much. So I will have to remember that if I upload on TikTok first, check which video I'm putting on Instagram that doesn't have the TikTok watermark. My first one does. But if you want to see my TikTok, it's lostcells.pod. Just like the Instagram, pretty much, I think. It was actually my friend Hannah's idea. She said I should just put cover art and then clips of the podcast on TikTok to get, like, very organic engagement. So I'm excited to see how it does. And I, TikTok, honestly, is a big undertaking. Like, I give so much props to people like Matt Reif, Hannah Harrell, like, all these big people who found the power of TikTok, or even Alex Earl, honestly, and learned, Madeline RG, like, learned how to use TikTok to grow their platform, because it's hard, like, it's a lot of work, I think video is a much harder medium to work with than still images, but right now, reels are getting more natural engagement on Instagram, TikTok is a great way to very quickly go viral, and my goal is not to go viral, it's to build an audience of people who want to hear what I have to say, and relate to what I talk about, maybe you have different interests than me, but you're open to discussing whatever our interests are, and I'm open to discussing them with you too, like, if any, literally, if anyone in my life reaches out to me and is like, hey, I want to be on an episode of your podcast, I'd be like, yes, absolutely. Like, I, whatever you have to say, like, we don't have to prepare anything going into it. Like, I would love to poke every single person on Earth's mind if I could. So, um, yeah, I'm not at the rink. I'm going to go teach some beautiful little, little girlies at the skate. Oh, coaching is like the highlight of my week. I'm so excited. So this will be wonderful, and I will catch you guys in the next. Let me know how I did. This clip feels really good. I feel really passionate, happy, and in my element right now. This is a clip I'm, like, really proud of so far. I mean, we'll see when I listen back to it, but 
right now I feel like elated, like 10 out of 10, I feel very excited right now, which is how I know I need to go into marketing because I love this kind of stuff. And I know it's so silly because it's like, I know in my mind, no one wants to be advertised to. Like I even think this when I get advertisements, I'm like, this is annoying. I don't want to be this kind of marketer. I want to be this other kind of marketer. It's about creative direction and organic experience, like not about selling something, but about making people's lives better with what I'm doing and getting to make a living out of it. So yeah. All right. My, hope you all have an evening as wonderful as mine. I feel like I'm literally running like a scientific experiment. Like, I don't know how else to explain this. Like, I feel like I'm setting up like control variables, and, like control videos. Like, okay. So, oh good, a train's coming. Well, this is gonna be more time to chat with you guys, I guess. Um, but, so, um, Oh, sorry, I just got out of like skating mode and athlete in the mode is very different from marketing in the mode. It is just such different things I think about. Like skating, I'm all about like relaxing and thinking of my muscle motions and the music. And right now it's just coaching. So I was thinking about like how to teach other kids to do what I do where um, in marketing, it's much more meticulous. And I'm always trying to think through like strategy and what to do and being clever and in a fun state of mind. But Anyway, I feel like I'm like literally running a scientific experiment where I'm just like throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Uh, you, you guys catch me almost swearing there? Nope, it didn't feel like having to bleep that out later. Anyways, um, so right now, as today, I posted a reel and a TikTok and then I posted again. And so the second TikTok I posted, I used all of like, I, I don't know, it's kind of weird now when you type things into Google, like. AI gives you the first result. I don't know. So what AI said, the AI told me to do like for you, for you page trending comedy. That video has like not done well so far, but I also think it's just like random for TikTok. It's like, what is this podcast? Like it doesn't make any sense. Where I kind of just did a clip of the first podcast. I don't think anyone really knew what it was. So that's okay. That's like fine. My other two videos have done well. One of them I just used like a trending audio and did like the logo of my podcast. That one has like 1800 views, which is great. And then um, the other one I posted today, that was a snippet from my intro podcast. Like that one's meant to be an intro and meant to be on its own. Um, that one got like, I think it's at 600 views or something right now, which like the number count really, really doesn't matter. It's I'm literally just like learning and seeing what to do. Um, and it's so much easier when you look for a brand and you have resources and you do like paid advertisements and can get customers in, but it's still like really cool that TikTok like has the reach that in a first day of like, say making a brand, you can get like a thousand views. Like that's really cool. Um, I know at least for Instagram, both the reels are under a hundred views. So what I've been doing for the Instagram reels, actually a part of what I really like doing is you can set an audience. So there's a ton of categories. There's like fashion, food, animals. Uh, this background noise is probably atrocious. I'm literally driving next to a train right now. I'm so sorry. Is that annoying? Because I'm annoyed. I'm not even listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Wow, he really said cut that clip. The train was like, nope, sucks. You'll be fine. Do something else. Anyways. So Reels, you can identify your audiences. And it's been helping me because it's making me more mindful. Like, what am I posting? So I did, like, um, I think I did, like, personal development for one of my audiences. Like, friendship or, like, friend relationships, friend comedy for some of my intro episodes. What else have I done? Um, I did digital art because, like, I know at least with Instagram hashtags, you want your hashtag to match what the picture looks like. Like, if you post a picture of a dog, you don't want your hashtag to say, like, pumpkin or Halloween. Just because Halloween is trending, you want it to, like, match what you're posting. 
which is interesting and it's cool. So like I was really strategic. You'll see one of my early Instagram posts says like, well, or tis the season, but it's also season one. So I can tie in how like Christmas was trending on Instagram with like season one of my podcast. So, um, yeah, so far I'm having fun with it. Um, it's been cool. It's been interesting. I've been learning lots and lots and lots. Like, so I've run brand Instagram accounts for, I'm not going to get into like, should I get into all the experience I have right now? Um, so my first experience ever for like a real professional brand was in high school. I had an entrepreneurship class where you had to run a uh, account of a local business. So I ran a pet boutiques, Instagram, most of the interactions with my friends who I made go like it. Um, but I learned how to curate a very beautiful feed and make like engaging hashtags. And then I worked for two unpaid internships during COVID, my freshman year of college. And then I ran social media for my, or I didn't run it, but I was like doing the graphic design and um, promotion videos for recruitment for my business fraternity. And I was on the team that won top social media strategy at our national competition. So that was pretty cool. And then um, you do a lot of like client challenges, what my business school calls them, where like a real business comes to you and is like, hey, give us a marketing campaign for whatever. So I did that for the Cleveland Clinic Hospital. I did it for this market research brand called The Living Room. It was a really cool brand. They had like a slide and like a beer on tap. And it was like um, people just came in to conduct focus groups for brands. So that was kind of something super cool. Um, but that was a cool client project I did. I did one for Hollister during COVID, I think I actually ended up using some ideas in my research, which was pretty cool. What else did I do one for? I did a real estate one where I helped them sell like college houses to um, lenders, whatever, whatever, people who live in a college house, I don't know, whatever. I, I know the word, I'm just blanking. I just came off in skating mode. Um, anyways, um, and then uh, what else did I work in? There were more client projects. If I had my resume in front of me, I wouldn't be blanking on them. So I did two unpaid internships, but, like, they were for startups. So I, you really learn so much. If you're someone who wants to break into marketing, totally start with a startup because you will do the job of, like, what a CMO would have to do in a corporate 500. Or, like, trust me, once you get to the real world and work for these Fortune 500, I said corporate 500, whatever. Once you start working for big companies, undergrad, they will not give you the same level of responsibility. So that was amazing. Then I worked for um, Guest Los Angeles this past summer as an intern. I worked for Land's End in Dodgeville, Wisconsin. So two apparel companies. I was actually running parts of their social media campaigns or like their event marketing campaigns, which was very, very cool. I was really doing their PR and their creative strategy. And even though it was only a three-month internship, I feel like I really did get to learn a lot. And then I worked for a social media agency who now the owner of that is who I do graphic design for just like kind of for fun and to keep building my portfolio. And I think he likes working with me because I'm very fast and reliable. Um, but how many times do I have to drive home from the rink to know the directions home? I know the directions there by heart, but so the place I live has a ton of really dumb one ways. So I always get super confused because the way you get somewhere is not the same way you can like get back. So I always get so lost. It's so confusing. Yep, I am definitely going the wrong way. Why? Why do I have to make three rights to go left? Why can't I just turn left somewhere? This is so obnoxious. Oh my, where am I? You guys, this happens literally every time. I go to the rink like at least once a week. And I still like do not know how to get home. I, I have this really great net internal navigation where the right way is the opposite of the way my gut is telling me to go. So if I ever give you directions, go the other way and you'll get there.
yep, fully went the wrong way. Okay, it's fine. Anyways, whatever. So things I'm learning. So I do have a lot of marketing experience. I really, really like it. I also worked for an influencer marketing firm for a while, which was very cool because influencer marketing is obviously very new, like within the last five years. So not a ton of people know how to do it. So that was a crazy and valuable experience. And it's it's hard. Um, there's a lot to take into consideration. It's hard when you put your brand persona into a celebrity or a public figure like an influencer because they get canceled. Like that can reflect badly on you. It's super interesting. But... Anyway, so this is like marketing 101 for dummies. I'm not like saying anything interesting right now. But, okay. Things I've been learning so far from the podcast marketing that I have done so far. So, okay. One thing I did know, so I told you guys I got 1,800 views on that first video I posted on the Lost Cells TikTok, which is great, but not a single person, like, followed the Instagram out of it. But also, I know following the Instagram isn't the same, so it's unfortunate right now I can't have the links to the podcast in any of the social medias because, um, I can't, I don't have access to the links till I post the podcast. But, like, that's honestly fine because I've always thought this, too. You should not be building marketing just to have a social media campaign. And this is what I talked about with one of my startups. I think it really resonated with the CEO of this company and it really changed her marketing strategies. You shouldn't be doing things to have something to post on social media. You should just be doing things because your company is doing something amazing and then the social media will follow. Like, it's honestly very similar to a relationship where if you have a good relationship and you travel places together, like, the pictures and the fun things to post will follow. Or, like, if you guys don't have a good relationship and you're at home all the time, like, fighting, like, not got anything to post. Like, it's kind of honestly the same way where, like, the best content, the stuff that really goes viral is super organic. It's things, and I'm thinking, too, right now, we're having such a wave of organic marketing. Like, I don't know if you guys saw that Stanley Cup, but basically a girl's car, like, burnt, like, got set on fire. And after the fire was over, she goes in and she shows that there's still ice in her Stanley Cup as, like, her Ford is completely burnt inside. I don't know if it was a Ford. I just picked, like, a random car company. Um, And so Stanley was like, well, he will probably never do this again. We've never done this before, but we will give you a new car. Like, thank you for showing off your Stanley. Like, that is such cool, genuine user brand interactions that I think people want to see. And I think at the start of influencer marketing, that's what influencer marketing was. But now it's... Um, drifted away from that. Now I think I saw this thing from the Instagram account Overheard LA that um, a girl was describing to her parents they did and they are like, yeah, they pretty much just think I'm a human billboard. And then the guy talking to her was like, well, you kind of are. Like, nothing against influencers, but that is how brands see you. It really kind of just is a human billboard unless you're the kind of person who really has same deep intrinsic values and expertise in what the brand is selling. Like, you kind of just are, you know, so it's a very interesting concept and I'm big on organic marketing. Like I think the best marketing campaign is for example, like Lululemon leading a yoga class. You're making a real brand experience. People can participate in They get to see how amazing your products are and be in a community of people who also love your products and love the same kind of things in each other's lifestyles. And it's something that enhances their life and makes it better versus just like, you know, Instagram posts shoving things down their throat. Oh, that's right. I can't turn it on. I'm a little too late now, buddy. I just got honked at. I am so bad at turning. So, okay, right now I'm at, like, a weird T in the road. Like, it's not a four-way stop. So, if it's a normal four-way stop, like, sure, of course, I know how to turn right on a red. But sometimes if it's, like, a weird setup of road, I'll get, like, too scared to do it. Is this car slowing down? What is happening? Sorry, I'm overwhelmed. I can tell the car behind me is, like, mad at me, but there's, like, genuinely nothing I can do. Cars are, like, continuously been coming, so I don't really know why I just got honked at. 
I hate being honked at. You have the only times I've ever honked at someone is like they genuinely were about to like hit my car. And even then, when I lay my horn, it scares me probably more than it scares them. Like it freaks me out. But anyways, so that's one thing I learned. Um, I did learn so when I posted, I posted TikTok and Reel at the same time, the first time I posted. And the TikTok got 500 views and the Reel got 20 within an hour. So I think that also shows kind of the reach the two different platforms can have. And the second one I posted right now, that TikTok had like 45 views when I checked and the Reel had 20. So just kind of interesting, like the opposition of what those have. Now my Instagram Reel is up to like 70-ish views, but I think that's largely because I posted it on my close friend story on like my Reel Anita's personal Instagram. I posted the one from the Lost Cells podcast and I've known this for a long time. This isn't surprising, but like people care about people. They don't care about brands. So it's funny because I saw like my like actual real world friends and followers interacting like they'd either heart the story on my close friend story or like they would go and like watch the reels and comment on the post on the lost podcast instagram but then like not follow the lost the lost cells podcast which if you're my friend to do that i see you see you because i'm a creeper and i have like five followers right now so it's really easy to see but <laughs> um it's just interesting that like your friends are there for you they don't really care about brands and I'm I mean honestly I'm the same way like no one wants to be advertised and marketing to but I'm also like I'm trying to keep I guess a kind of separation from me who I am as an individual and my podcast I think a lot of people like Alex Earl let's say for example like her identity I think a lot of it is her podcast like that is her full-time job where I'm really doing this as kind of like a marketing experiment and learning the world of podcast marketing and building my own brand getting to the graphic design and branding for my own brand where I think it's um very different approach I'm taking to it so I think I'm gonna learn what the detriments of that are but also what the upsides of it are and when you kind of have like a lot of people saying a reason skims has been very successful is the team Kim has hired to do it same with Fenty Beauty and Rihanna the teams they've put in charge of this business are separate from the celebrity themselves so even if the celebrity gets so canceled or like something happens this brand has the resources to survive on its own because it's inspired and based on the celebrity the celebrity is still highly involved but they have their own mission their own impact their own structure to make it successful without the person too which i think is great i think it's the way it should be done so i think that's something super wow i'm passing my gym right now there's like no one there it's been super busy all week but i'm guessing everyone's like traveling home for the holidays guys the gym is gonna get so busy during new year's uh can we just make a pack if you didn't work out before new year's can you not take up equipment from people who have been working out for new years can we have gyms for like new people who are new to working out because so my the gym I go to it's like a booking system you book these saunas that have the equipment in them so all these people are gonna be there it's gonna be so annoying because I have this issue where I can't eat before I work out or skate I think because of so many years of skating like spinning and jumping like I have food in my stomach before I do it like I will genuinely hurl like once I had like a handful of like five gummy sharks before I went to a workout I literally been in the workout I felt nauseous just because like my body's not used to it and like some of my figure skating practices used to literally be like six hours long um so it's you like don't eat in those six hours so i just can't but then if i can't go to the gym till like 8 p.m because it's super busy until 8 which means i can't eat by the time between time i get off work at 4 and go to the gym at 8 which sucks um like even smoothies i will like feel in my stomach or even like a heavy coffee not just like a plain coffee it's so annoying it's literally so annoying um but good news, it's gonna me a ton of energy, so I have lots of energy to go do some of my freelance graphic design work. Where are some of the other things I've learned? 
people care about people is like the last thing I have on my list. So, yep, that is kind of everything that I've been learning so far with podcasting and branding. Um, I also don't want to play the algorithm game too hard. I think I just want to post what I want to post, not get too obsessed with it, design because I love art and designing, do the podcast because I love talking and exploring my mind, and I'm not really doing this for social media growth, I'm just doing it to learn uh, marketing and building something from the brand up. I actually did apply for a video marketing content role in my current place where I'm a buyer, so we, I didn't know what I was going to talk about it because, like, what if I don't get it? And that's embarrassing. But I don't understand why I wouldn't get the role. Like, I'm really passionate and excited about this. And I think I have more than enough experience to do well in it. But, um, you know, you never know. Like, there could be someone better. No, there's not. I'm going to miss. As we'll see when this podcast goes freaking viral. Just kidding. I, I know I said my goal isn't to go viral. But, like, the point is to prove myself because... I think I talked about this in another episode, too. It's, dude, all these are, like, blurring together. I've recorded so many things on my phone since I've started this. I have no idea what I have and haven't talked about and, like, which tidbits are actually going to make it into the podcast and which ones won't. But, like, basically, there's an influencer, Hannah Harrell, and I like her a lot. You guys may not know her name, but if you went on Pinterest, like, you would see her. You would know who she was. She's developed a very well-curated image, um, like, literally physical, like, photography image and videos of, like, fashion content. She does an amazing job of it. She's a very personal inspiration to me. Same with her best friend, Kate Bartlett. But so, what kind of kicked my butt, honestly, to do this podcast is in her comments, someone was saying, like, oh my gosh, you should be, like, a creative director for Dior. I'm like, that is my dream job. And if I one day want to be there, which I think I will be, I think I have the drive and the motivation. I'm building the stepping stones to get there. I'm already very accomplished for my age, but like I'm going to be competing against like Hannah Harrelson. I'm not saying I want to like compete against her. Like I want to support her. Like I'm very much in awe of everything she does. Same with these other podcasters I'm inspired by, like Emma and Madeline and Alex Earl. Like I'm very, very inspired by them. Like I'm not trying to steal their audience or anything remotely like that, but I'm just thinking like, say I'm like the head hiring person for Dior and we do need a new creative director and I'm picking between two 30 year old girls who've both been in the fashion industry one who went to a traditional a traditional like four-year university and then has had a corporate nine to five the whole time but never really built anything of her own compared to this amazing influencer who's already been to dinners with Dior and all the big fashion brands has traveled the world with them has made her own content has millions of followers I would pick her like I really would so I think to set myself up for success and to operate in this world of new influencers, it's almost like new money versus old money, where I think the old money way was doing a corporate nine to five, staying at your job for 10 plus years and working your way through the ranks and doing it the traditional way, where I think there is kind of like a new age way of doing it by understanding social media and how to be organic online and work all the different algorithms. And I think I... I think I can do both. I think I have the capacity for it. I think I'm smart and motivated enough to do it. But I think it's going to take some effort. So that's what this is. That's this episode of the podcast. I think... How many... Sorry, my keys were jangling. That was probably annoying. Um, This is 18 minutes. The clip before this was 14. Uh, Maybe this is enough to make a full episode. I think I'm going to talk about how I planned out the episodes I've put out already. My editing processes. The things I've learned so far, which... It's not a lot. I know I learned I need to talk slower, and I have not talked slower for any part of this segment, so... Oops. Sorry. I was playing with my zipper. I, like, play with my hands. When I get nervous, my mom always noticed I did that, so I was like, here's your ASMR. Okay, it's not that loud. The sound wave didn't jump that much. Whatever. Okay. Um, that's all I have. 
I'm hoping soon people start, like, writing in random questions or even, like, leaving me hate comments I can go, like, make fun of at the end of my episodes. Like, does it sound weird? I'm weirdly looking forward to learning how to manage the PR of hate comments. <laughs> well, so I also, I've had PR internships, so I also already know how to kind of deal with them. Like, so it's fine. But, like, it's, I'm kind of just excited to learn. Like, this really is such a cool learning experience for me. And I'm, my favorite part is definitely the design part. I could do, design this podcast all day long. But, Yeah. Cool. Hope this was interesting to listen to, even if you aren't interested in marketing. Uh, if you're not, there will be other episodes, hopefully, and things you are more interested in. I do think that this podcast is leaning kind of girly. Like, so far, I've talked about, like, boy gossip, Trader Joe's hauls, which that could be gender neutral. And then now, like, marketing, which guys are into marketing, too. So um, I will also try and introduce some topics that are more inclusive to, like, everybody. But I am girly. I like girly stuff. So obviously, there's going to be girly topics and get ready with me's and what products I use and stuff like that. So... And I want to work in fashion, so, like, of course we're going to have to talk about that. But I hope I come from, from an interesting way and, in like, a humanities perspective where I talk about, like, how I love how it impacts culture and history and the intertwining of things. And, um, yeah, I hope it's cool for everyone at home listening. And, yeah, by the time you hear this, holidays will be over. So I hope you all had very, very happy, lovely holidays with your families. I know holidays are a stressful time. Honestly, I think growing up is learning that everyone gets stressed on the holidays and they're not, like, they are magical, but, like, not all 24-7 hours of them. So that was, like, really nice to know that I wasn't alone and feeling, like, isolated and scared and having these big expectations for holidays. So I hope you all had fulfilling ones, whether it was big or small. I hope you had peace and rest and are excited to get in the new year. I really can't believe, like, a year has passed since I graduated college. I've been working in the world a real year. And honestly, as I was stepping foot on the ice for my coaching site, I was like, you know, I'm like really proud of the life I've built for myself. I love my apartment. It is absolutely my safe space. I feel so happy there. I love the layout of it. I love the way I've designed it. I love the friendships that I've stayed close with outside of college. I love the places I've gotten to travel. I'm obsessed with my MBA. It is like MBA and coaching and a little bit of design this podcast have been like the highlights of my life and talking to my boyfriend and my friends. Um, I love the long distance relationship I'm in. He's such an amazing man. I feel so lucky to have him. My relationship with my family is so, so good now. And I, now that was like terrible before, but like we're, it's just always filled with so much love every time I go home. Um, So that's going wonderful. I have a great job. Like being a buyer at 22 is an amazing accomplishment. Like that's some of the jobs that like people stay in forever. Like that is very, and I feel very lucky to have the position I do. And I'm learning so much every day at work. And then I still get to do graphic design for a very um, good amount of money for myself. So I'm really happy that I can be useful and valuable to someone who I look up to a lot in a business sense. So that's great. And now I have this and hopefully this goes well and it doesn't absolutely tank my public reputation prevent me from getting hired anywhere so we'll see but like just know anything outlandish I do on the podcast is on purpose it's like planned like if I'm dropping controversial things it's it's to strike a reaction you can listen to other tiktokers who do it there's this one blonde girl I wish I knew I'm so bad about knowing the names of tiktokers because I just know their tiktok like handle like I won't know what their actual name is but there's this one blonde girl who's really good at like predicting what celebrities or brands are going to do in the coming year. I'll have to find her and throw her in because she's also like an inspiration to me. But um, 
she talks a lot about how like she will sometimes will purposely say like really dumb marketing branding advice just so people disagree with her in the comments because engagement is engagement and sometimes you get more of it from being controversial so everything i'm doing is planned it's all part of like a controlled experiment but it's a hard dynamic it's this juxtaposition to get across to you where i'm being organic everything i'm saying is like coming from my heart and it's true to what i'm feeling in the moment like as i go into saying every word every sentence it's not planned out like i don't really know what i'm gonna say i have like a bullet point jumping off board on the topic I want to talk about but as I'm sure you guys can tell by now I go in whatever direction my mind takes me but in like the orders of the things I'm posting the things I decide to make public and not make public like I've considered the risks like I know I'm like this could be taken away I don't mean for it to go or away my heart intends it to but I personally like I don't mean to hurt anyone or offend anyone I'm literally just doing everything to understand what is isn't acceptable what works what doesn't work in, and in what patterns it works it might work one time but not every time like using a ton of hashtags worked on one of my tiktok videos but not the next one my first video had no hashtags on it uh, but it was a trending audio where like if i'm gonna post clips on my podcast obviously that won't be a trending audio because it's my own original audio so i'm just learning all these different things so it is organic everything is i'm saying is true and how i truly feel but you don't get the whole context of everything behind what I'm doing and I'll I'll have podcast episodes like this where I try and explain it to you but the truth is right now I really I it's funny it's another juxtaposition where I do and I don't completely know what I'm doing I do know what I'm doing because I've worked a lot in marketing I've done this for real brands from startups to big brands name brands that you guys have heard of but then at the same time it's like I'm doing this as me myself Anita like I'm not doing this for a brand and so at the same time, it's all brand new, but also very old. And I've done a million times over with lots of backed up research and professors and peers helps. So I, I don't know, but I'm really excited. I'm excited to see my MBA is on a winter break right now, but I'm excited for it to start back up and get to learn and grow a lot through my MBA and learn and grow a lot through work and through this. So thank you guys for hopping along on my journey. Um, I'm also interested, like, I don't know if you guys would want to share with me, but whatever journey you guys are on, like, I just think it's, it's so cool, like, especially with, like, your childhood friends or your college friends, it's so cool seeing what they do once they enter the real world and seeing how people become, like, we're all just little, like, lumps of Play-Doh that people mush together, and it's, it's so cool, I like seeing everyone's Play-Doh, and yeah, alright, I'm heading inside, I hurt you guys, even if you don't hurt me, just know. I appreciate if you got to the end of this like good for you I ramble and I'm a fast talker and there's a lot of background train noise in this so I think this is a lot to like your determination and the stamina and patience if you made it this far and this episode and all the podcast episodes I'm very grateful for it um even if it's one person so even if it's literally no person like this is I think the best things in my life are the things I do for myself like I have this philosophy on my personal Instagram where I won't let myself post a picture if my heart wasn't truly full in the moment it was taken no matter how good I look if I wasn't fully happy when I took it I won't post it because if I'm posting pictures when my heart was completely happy I'll never regret posting them like even if later I look back on it I'm like oh I don't look great in that or like this wasn't my favorite place I traveled or something anymore I'm like but it's something that made me so happy and a part of who I am now um I will never regret it and want to take it down so yeah okay cool that's all for the episode love you guys see you in the next one wishing you all, all sorts of love joy and purpose for the remaining part of your day goodbye